0: How's it going? Yeah. Oh. My name is Nico, and this is Caleb. Hello. Hey. And He's hey. also super good looking. That's kind of my thing. Over here, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Um, everyone play piano here?
1: Yeah,
0: no. Woo. So, uh, congratulations for playing the best instrument in the world. <laughs> it's, uh, it's the very best. How, how long have you guys been playing? Or, like roughly. We get to start over here just to get the. 15 years. 15? Whoa. Wow, that's a lot. Huh? Okay, awesome. Classically trained? Who Who is classically trained?
2: Oh, wow. Mm-hmm.
0: Who is like just going by year? All right. <laughs> oh, there is, bro. Okay. And jazz or anything? Any jazz players? I wish. I wish. Okay, I wish. <laughs> okay that's cool. How, how about you guys? How long have you guys been playing? Well yeah. About two minutes. <laughs> <laughs>
2: You're
0: here for the ride.
2: <laughs>
0: She's one of people. good work. She plays on our teams.
1: So. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. okay. I'm just making sure whatever she knows. Then. He
2: wants to know what I
1: learned so he can hold me accountable. Oh. Okay. <laughs> nice. Okay. How long have you been oh, playing?
0: I like two and a half years. Okay. How long <laughs> you need?
2: Eleven years. Awesome. <laughs> and, uh,
0: Fifteen. Fifteen years? We got experience in the house. How do you guys? Wow, as we I was Wow,
2: it's
0: amazing. Maybe.
1: Like for real, like four or five.
0: Four or five years? Okay. Thirteen years? Thirteen years? Okay. Oh Okay. How about the deal I How long you guys been playing? Six years. Six years. Six years. So we got a full
1: spectrum. Four or five, sweet? Hey, okay, how many guys are doing keys lessons for your major next year? Oh,
2: that's right. you next
1: uh, year? For this year. Yeah. Sweet. Nico's gonna be giving your be good lessons. times. Good times. Awesome. All
0: right. We got five minutes, so. <laughs> so if you guys have notes, I'm I'm gonna be saying a, a couple things I think would be good to take some notes out. So if you got a, your iPads or your papers or
2: anything.
0: yeah. Um. Well, it's kind of interesting. Like uh, since since we've been we use like mostly sounds from our computer. It actually doesn't really matter what kind of keyboard. But if I were to recommend one, like for just uh, the keyboard sound, I'd, I'd, I'd probably buy a door. they my favorite. Do they yeah. yeah. I have an I do.
2: Waited or
0: not? I it. So. Waited. <laughs> <laughs> Love oh. the way weight Waited. Gotta be, gotta be waited. Yeah, we're gonna talk about gonna it. Talk about oh, yeah, it's gonna be fun. Okay. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Hey guys. Wow. Man, we you don't have enough chairs. I'll grab some
1: chairs Okay, awesome. Take it from the drum, yeah. take it from the drums workshop. <laughs> yeah. there, was nothing else, there was nothing else good to come to so we just oh,
2: Come on, <laughs> that, come anyway, on man.
0: Some jokes. <laughs> you do this like that, you do us
1: like that. <laughs> you know what you call someone who hangs out with musicians? A drummer. He's a drummer, I think. He, he gave me a <laughs> you. Do you know why drummers always keep uh, drumsticks on their dashboard? So they can park in handicapped spots. <laughs> how, do you know, how do you know a drummer's at your front door? The knocking speeds up. <laughs> how do you also know when a drummer's at your front door? Cause he never knows when to come in. Wow! <laughs> how do you get a drummer off your front porch? You pay him for the pizza. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, that, was, that was really good. <laughs> <laughs> <Nice and laughs> no, very good. Who's playing the cello? Oh, yeah. Oh, they're bringing more chairs, so you can have that one. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I think for he was great.
2: So um, I guess I can just Okay. Okay. Two minutes. Two minutes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: going Thank you. <laughs> Are you guys tired yet, like, from the conference and everything? No, is your Is your brain fried? <laughs> What's been, like, your favorite uh, session outside of Lisa? All? Oh, is that the answer? Is that
2: the answer? All of the above? I'm, like, very practical it's here. Everything?
0: Well, like, I feel like I'm pretty
2: John yeah. Yeah. yeah,
1: that was oh,
2: cool. Yeah,
1: She's crazy. But she's she's yeah. awesome. I was just hearing those stories, I was
2: like, oh my
1: God. She's crazy, <laughs> She she's half
2: Sicilian, so they of like, yeah, that, they yeah. a lot of
1: it. That, that did, that explains a lot.
2: That
1: was awesome. So powerful.
0: Oh, I'll put a time between that and the portal. Yeah. I'm hoping yeah. yeah. one of on your escape. No, no, it's a right. just... right. Well hello everyone. Thank you for coming for to the the best workshop ever. Yeah. <laughs> because there's a little you know, there's Mexicans.
2: Mexican.
0: So <laughs> <laughs> that's <a> the <pretty> big change. <laughs>
2: that's
0: good. Uh well my name's Nico. Um uh, I've been at New Life. Uh, this is my twentieth year being here at church. Um, so I've been here since I was five. It's pretty crazy. Uh, yeah, I grew up here and um, uh, lead worship for the youth ministry here and do do keyboard and lead worship for Desperation Band. And uh, and I'm just super pumped to do this and be with you guys because uh, I think this is like um, I think. This is where the presence happens. That's with the, key, the keys. Let's just be real. Let's just be real, okay? Uh, this is where the this is where the presence happens with the with the keys players, and I think uh, really, uh, for the most part, it's a really overlooked kind of instrument, kind of. Uh, I don't know. It's always just like, "Hey, man, just do the pad," you know. Like, hey, play the pad. And it's like, hey, we can do a lot more. <laughs> we can do a lot more, okay? And so, um, and so, I'm I'm pretty passionate just about like just talking about this stuff and talking how we can fit in and really add to some, you know, to the worship and uh, everything. And um, and Caleb is a total beast. He's like awesome. You guys heard him play with New Life and Corey and everything. Um, but uh, really, I mean, it's gonna be awesome. I'm really glad he's here too. So, uh, so yeah. So you guys ready to go? We're gonna talk about yeah. yeah. some stuff. Woo. And um, I don't know how much time we have, but we'll try to make room for questions at the end. Um, but I'm just gonna dive straight in. Ready? Yeah. 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 Okay, we're gonna. pray. I'm just kidding. Okay. Fine. <laughs> no, we should pray, huh? Yeah, Lord. Uh, <laughs> Lord, yeah. Lord, we just, just thank you for this time. We pray that you just, uh, man, you just. Uh, Give us uh, just peace and joy for this time, and um, I just pray for everybody's hands so that you just get, get bless them and give them, like, lots of cool stuff to play, and uh, and just, Lord, uh, you're just the best, and we love your presence, and we love you, uh, so thank you for this time, in Jesus' name, amen. 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 Okay. Here we go. So, keys. Okay, um, so again, who, who is classically trained?
2: Okay.
0: (laughs) Awesome. You guys are way better than most of us. Uh, But, uh, uh, no, I Um, oh, where should I start? (laughs)
2: The beginning.
0: Nailed it. Okay, so, so when we think about keys, it's like, like what I was saying, it's like, um, usually it's like, it's pretty thrown into small categories. Like, either we're just playing pads, or we're. or we're we're confused you know it's like like or we're like trying to play the melody and all this stuff so um um, so it's like usually like this like uh like this right here like a lot of a lot of keyboards play so like we'll just do super standard tunes uh how great is our god you know and you hear people do like With the singing, and I'm just like, okay, that's you know, that's interesting. Um, so,
2: <laughs> or, or you know, or
0: they're just like, you know, they're just like,
2: you
0: know, this is like, it's just way too much, you know. Um, or or they're just you know, or it's just, and then for the whole song. You know, like, <laughs> I so, so I just wanna maybe like talk about some tools and some things that like I love using and, and I'm really excited Kelly, because like I feel like he has like a totally cool approach that's like different and so he'll talk to you on, on a bunch of stuff. But um, uh, okay, so you guys know like basic theory on chords and everything? Okay. So um there's I call them the four T's. So I'm gonna go over four Ts and uh, this is like this is going to be your go-to. These are the four things that I feel like crazy important for keys players. Okay, so and I'm going to go from I don't know what's the most important. But I'll I'll start with technique. Okay, first T is technique. Um, so uh, I mean this is like this. I'll go over this really quick, but just you know. Um, I mean when you learn classically it's like you know keep your hands above the keyboard. So like a lot of people you know you, you see them and their hands are down here it's gonna hurt your, it's gonna hurt your wrists later you know So just try to try to be over it so you' uh, you're not hurting your wrist. That's all for technique. It's really really. Stupid. okay. Um, next is, uh, is a really uh, really important one It is tone okay It's the tones that you're picking. Um, and we're gonna really dive into this more when we open our computers and stuff and uh, show you some, some pads. Um, but uh, m- make sure, like, I, I think it's important, like, um, uh, like, a lot of these keyboards, like, this, this, this tone right here, like, the string sound. It's like, really, you know, it's like, it's not that great, you know? And uh, so, like, I think it's, it's important to, like, keep current into the, the, to the, some of the tones that you're going, like, really cool pads and get feedback on that kind of stuff. Also, it's like, um, with grand pianos, like, mix it up, you know, throw, you guys know what a Rhodes is, it's like an electric piano, you know, like slower songs, like, uh, I mean, um, I mean, these don't sound that great, but, uh, you know, like, you know, slower songs, they kind of like, it kind of is more warm, I don't know, so, uh, so you throw Rhodes in there for every once in a while, just to mix it up and add a, you know, more color to, different colors to, to worship. Whoops. Um, and, uh, and not just, you know, but, I mean, the grand is the best. I love the grand theater, but, Um, okay. So, so tones, mix up your tones. Next, next thing is, uh, is, is touch. Okay. And I'll explain this a little bit. And this is like, this is what separates like the kids from the, from the parents. Okay. <laughs> um, is, uh, is, is how, is how you like, Feel and, and the awareness that you have with the rest of the band. So there's like yes. there's like a lot of people. I mean, and I was totally guilty of this, but it is like one volume the whole time. So it's a so like a maze, and it's. So do so you see how it's the same? So instead of like coming into, you hear the you hear the difference already. You're just like, and you can build into it, you know. And, and, with the music you know yeah. so that's like that's huge so like uh, so touch is a big thing to um, like so for the first verses you know like you play quieter you know like you're building into courses and and bridges you're like gradually building and so one thing I love doing is um, I actually like so I play with Jared a, a bunch the drummer and I actually watch him a lot and like the what he's doing on the drums I love capturing that that feel, you know. So so like if he's a, um, uh, what's a good example for this? Um, so like uh, th- this I know. We I think we did that song yesterday. So it's like everlasting. You know. So first first bridge is down. Oh, See, there's a lot of room. You know, I don't feel like I need to play the whole time. So burning. And then he's gonna start coming in a little bit, is a, you know. So I'm kind of following the kick, you know. So I'm like, I'm building with him. I think that like it just adds to the, the, the feel. Is that good? Is that, yeah, that helpful? Yes. Yeah. Okay, awesome. So touch is like, I mean, just practice on it. I mean, play soft songs, play. Play all that stuff. Work on your builds. And um, like uh, one thing I do is like you know with the kick. So like you'll start on um, like just big you know quarter notes. So like you know on the bass, whoa, whoa. and then and then you go you go to A's, You know. So like you can kind of fo- follow the drums on the build. Okay, last one and super 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 important is timing. Okay, and this is woof. Come
2: on.
0: <laughs> this is this is hard. Um, uh, is that uh, so? Let's just just be honest. It's okay. We're not judging. No one's judging. Uh, w- like, how how many of you guys use like metronome in your church?
2: Click. Click. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Come on. Click. Click. Okay. Great. Um, h- how many of you guys don't? Okay. <laughs> All right. That's fine. But that's not fine. <laughs> 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 uh, uh,
2: um, no, Jason.
0: No, Jason. He helped me, Casey's actually ha- helped me like learn the piano. So this guy, he taught me a lot. I don't
2: know.
0: Uh, about that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but uh, so click is like so huge, so huge. So I'm, I'm going to yeah, pull a click real quick here. Um, so for me, and I, I don't know how Caleb feels about this, but I. I actually like, most of the things I play are actually on the on the click. So if you guys aren't using the click, I would highly recommend getting your drummers to start using click. And it really just, um, I, I don't know if you guys have heard this yet this week, but like you know, a lot of people don't like it, you know, they're like, oh man, just like, it's, it just... Brings me down, man. Like, I feel strapped in, you know. Like, I need to be loose, you know. I'm a, you know, I'm like, uh, engage me, man. You know, so that's like all the, all the jokes that you say. And like, and it's like, okay, but actually, like, if everyone is on the metronome, it actually brings more freedom because it's like, yeah. everyone's like, and that's, that's the funny thing about worship, it's like, with structure comes freedom, and that's like weird. You know, mm-hmm. do you guys feel that? Like, because, yeah. um, and and I think we're we come involved that because we just want to be so free. But I'm also like, man, if everyone knows their parts, if everybody like plays in time, like that's where you start, you know, so you at least know, hey, everyone everyone knows that, so now we can go from there, you know. So, um, so I think it's really good. So, uh, I'm gonna pull up a mesh now, real quick. Okay, hopefully, you guys can hear this. So so you hear the clicks, right? So this is what this is what here I knew like this is what we're hearing in our heads every 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 song. Um, so like when I play piano I actually like like practicing doing like all my fills and everything in time with these clicks. So you, you hear it. So You know, it's like, oh I just get pumped. So like um, so timing is huge. Um me stop this. especially like like with um, like a lot of piano parts you hear, like uh, like a cornerstone. It's on the click, it's all da da, you know. You know all all the click, so the most of the piano parts you hear is like it's on the click. So practice with it, get better with your timing, and uh, and it helps a lot. Um, so those four, the four T's, the four big T's. Um,
1: yeah. Quick question on the click track. So what happens when you're going from fast songs to slow songs? Helping with the transitions.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm really pumped to talk about transitions. Um, and uh, so like fast songs, slow song, I, we can just talk about transitions just for a sec. Um, so transitions is like that's the like the infamous like. Take you out at the knees, you know, like um, it's like it's like this, you know, like. I am afraid I am free.
2: <laughs> <laughs> You know, like we've all been there. We've all been there. It's like it's super
0: rough. Um, so so uh, so transitions are huge. Um, I mean, a lot of it does come down to song song choice and key and key choice, you know. And I know like probably a lot of you guys know that but like um it really helps when when songs are like a fifth away or the f- like a fourth um but anyway like to do transitions from like fast to slow that this is like this is why it's like worship team you know it like so for me like um if i'm ending this if i'm ending a song like i want i want like my drummer or the guitar players to really like ring out like the cymbals and do that kind of stuff so like they're kind of getting your back so so say like with with d-band i do this all the time we end a song i actually like turn down my my sounds before the song's over so they're ringing out and i'm like and i'm getting ready the next sound right and so they they like kind of cover for me and then at the end boom i'm like i bring out the next key and then it's like it's smooth you know um so that's one that's one way um once we uh Once we open this up, I could show you like you guys like with pads and everything, kind of how to make it work. Um, But that's usually it's it's really a team effort. It's like those are the those are the details you kind of want to talk about. Transitions like okay, guys, like at the end of this song, um, the the guitar will ring out, and then hey, bring in the pad, or you know you could bring in the piano, or we want a big trash can ending so I can I can change my sounds to get ready for the next song, and that really just brings you know more smoothness. Um. Oh. Let's see. Um, okay. Uh this is the last couple mm-hmm. things for me. Um so a couple practical things that I I use just like when I play uh, when I play chords. So when we play like chords, uh a lot of people like playing like just like the 1 3 and 5, you know, the full, the full chord. And I feel like it, it sounds okay, but uh so like this, like like it almost sounds like a, a little cheesy. You know what I'm saying? So um, I really like like inversions. I love inversions, but the, the easy the easy go to is just really op- open chords. So like what I say is like I just love ones and fives. Um, so if I'm playing a, if I'm playing a D, what's the one and five of D? DNA. DNA.
2: DNA. So
0: just play a ton of DNAs. Um, that sounds like DNA. Um, so like so on my on my bass hand I'm playing D. You know, and it sounds pretty huge and open, you know, and it leaves, it leaves like, I don't know, it leaves room for the other instruments to like, kind of fill in the, that, those thirds and everything. Um, so I love open chords. Uh, um, so, uh, yeah, ones and fives, highly recommend them. Al- also, uh, there's a thing I, I love using, it's uh, called like t- tenth chords. I don't know if you guys heard of this, but, um, and this is like, this is like my, my hidden secret of like, it just sounds so pretty all the time. Um, but uh, pretty much a 10th is like you're playing, um, so if you play a, a D, what's a third of a D? F sharp. F sharp, okay. So you're pretty much playing octaves of the third, okay, of the chord you're playing. So, um, so I'll show you. Uh, Kind of, um, yeah, I'll show you kind of what, how it sounds like. But it sounds really nice. So just octave, so just pinky thumb, and I'm just doing. Um. You see, like it's like it's really pretty.
2: Playing the root in
0: your in your left hand. Yeah, in the left hand I'm playing on the octave. Yeah, just do octaves. I'm and doing then, one five one, and then and then thirds, thir- the third third octaves on the and those are called tenths. Those are like super awesome, especially on like on the pad. It's like awesome. And I know the sound isn't great, but sounds so bad. But I mean, you get the idea. It sounds pretty pretty huge and open, you know. So um, love tenths. Uh, yeah, um anything. You Yeah. any yeah, yeah? Like with the keys? Yeah, I don't know. That's great. Sweet. <laughs> um, let's see.
1: Yeah, no, I'll let uh yeah, <laughs> we'll just jump we'll jump back and forth. Nick I have I uh, got got a chance to support Nico playing keys behind him if he's <laughs> <laughs>
2: um,
1: yeah, uh, I loved what you know Nico was talking about as far as like the awareness, um, the band. I, I always say this like with keyboard players um, that more important than um, your fingers uh, as far as worship keyboard playing is your ears and developing your ears is the most important part of of fitting in and, and typically uh, worship teams the the keyboard player is actually the outside person to. Uh, to the band as far as cohesiveness. I think uh, lead electric players, really understand uh, playing their role in the band, like when they're playing melody lines, when they're being supportive, when they're dropping out. Drummers and bass players also typically are, are very strong in that. And then there's kind of a, uh, the, the keyboard player's kind of cast to the outside of just like, okay, yeah, we need you, when the music's kind of playing down and you'll kind of do the transition points. and. And all of that, and there can kind of be this separation that comes. That uh, a lot of times the keyboard players are the ones that actually uh, alienate themselves from the rest of the band, and, and, and you notice that in music in general, worship, but music altogether. That that the the, the keyboards right now, I mean, have come back in, or just as so strongly. I mean, if you listen to the you know top hundred songs on the radio, are eighty percent keyboard driven, and uh, with other with oh, other yeah. instruments. And
2: stuff.
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> and and even in worship I mean we hear a lot you know obviously the new stuff out of like Hillsong like Young and Free uh, you know a lot of the top artists I mean they're implementing a lot of keyboard stuff and what I love about it too is it's not just a supporting backing role it's 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 also leading the way in in melodies and rhythms and things like that and so to me the mo- you know as a keyboard player, I think the most important thing you can do is really to learn your place and part in the band and when to play what, where. And uh, in music, you really, in worship music, you really have four uh, main aspects to the music that are going at all times. You have the rhythm. Um, which uh, what instrument is primarily holding that down? Okay. Drums, and then uh, what's the what's the second most important instrument within rhythm? The bass. The bass. Very good, uh, and and so you have the drums. Obviously, is primarily the rhythm and then you have the bass and then you have other instruments that are rhythmic. Uh, the acoustic guitar is rhythmic the, the keyboard is rhythmic, the electric guitar can be rhythmic but that's not their primary role and then after that you have the basic chord structure of the song. so you have rhythm and then chords and the chords is primarily held down by the bass. you know it doesn't matter if I'm playing a G if the bass is playing a D that chord is something different than, than what I'm playing because they' they're the root of, of everything but beyond that, uh, the keys, um, you know, the guitars, the electrics—they, they, what the notes they play, you know, determine the chord structure. And of course, melodies don't have impact and power unless they have a moving chord progression behind it. Uh, and then you have, you have uh, two forms of melody. The first is just melody. Um, again, the vocals are most important with that. But then you have your lead electric. Uh, and then the keys have a very important part to play in melody if they choose to enter out. Uh, into that. I think keys uh, should be very melodic and it, it, it's painful like when I'm hearing like worship artists and or, or worship teams that are maybe newer and I hardly ever see the keys holding down a dominant melody line. Uh, you know, I, I had that in a team recently I heard where the electric, lead electric played every single melody, and the lead electric player was awesome, and obviously that's a big part of his role, but when he's playing every melody all the time, there's not a whole lot of variety, you know, if there's a synth lead coming in playing a melody, or a piano or a Rhodes, or a bell sound, or something, it gives variety and flavor to the music, and that, so that, that leads me to the second one, which is the uh, very important part, which is your counter melody um, or like descant melodies, that can be like your harmony. That can be a real simple melody that's underneath that that's, you know, underneath the music. I think Nico was playing something similar to that earlier, you know, like if there's a dominant melody over top, but if I'm playing a simple melody that might toggle back and forth between some notes. It might hit the gap between some notes. But what you're doing is you're adding flavor and, and color. I love what Lisa Bevere said uh, about women earlier, right? Like men, you know, they can build They can build the house. They're great at building the house, but without women, there's no color in it. It's really boring. Amen. I feel like that's, that's uh, the women, are, the, the keyboard players are the women of music. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, uh, in a lot of worship contexts, if you only have the guitars, bass, and drums, and those are your only sounds, um, you can you can do anything that you want to do within the, the confines of, of music, but you can severely lack flavor. There's some, I mean, he, he's actually one of my favorite artists. His newest album doesn't do this at all because it's incredible. But some of like John Mark McMillan's older albums, like, they're un- I mean, he's a, just a killer songwriter. I mean, just unbelievable. Uh, James, dude, crazy good electric player, but some of his older albums, like I can only listen to them for like 20, 30 minutes, because the music all sounds the same. There's no variety in tone or pitch or sound, and so it wears on me. There's not like that color and that feel, and so keys. I mean, it, it depends on your style of music, but we have the ability to add so much color. And here's why. We have the largest frequency range of anyone on the spectrum. We start all the way down at like 20 hertz, which is crazy low, and go all the way up to like 40,000 hertz. You know, like the acoustic guitar, you know, like this is, this is the range of the acoustic and, and, and you know, the electric you can play if you're up to the 12th fret. You know, maybe about half of the keyboard is the total. Uh, frequency range, the bass, very small frequency range, a a violin, a cello all of that. The piano, we have a massive range where we can be low and bassy and fill it out or we be very, very high and shimmery and we add atmosphere and feeling or we can be kind of in this mid-range and we add a lot of melody and bite to everything that's that's happening, and so a lot of keys players are are unaware of what's happening around them, and so that what what they play gets lost, and and because they because they're, they're not thinking through. Okay, you know. In this song, there's rhythm, there's chords, there's melody, and counter melody. Uh, You're listening for, okay, what does this song need? Like, what is it lacking? Okay, right now, everyone's playing rhythmically. If everyone's playing rhythmically, no one's really holding down uh, the chords or the melody, then, then okay, as a keyboard player, how can I play st- a strong chord structure and how can I add strong melody if there's a song where everyone's like playing melody it's like okay maybe uh, I can add some rhythm and I can add some chords to this to, uh, to to add something to this song and then and then we have the element of the the keys is the most versatile as far as just sonically I mean within even if you're not using plugins and, and the computer thing which gives you billions of sound options just your everyday keyboard I mean you have Nico was going through this. I mean, you have roads, you have organ, you have pads, you have strings, you have keys, you have bells, you know, you have, you have didgeridoos. I mean, you can do whatever, whatever sound is imaginable. Like, you can do that. And so for any different style, you, there's a sound for it. You can, and you can add so much variety and color. And, you know, that's what, uh, you know, I, that's, that's my favorite compliment, like, from a sound guy. You know, when they're like, man, it just when you played it just added so much color, and what, and it wasn't like the dominant thing, you know, like, you know, they they probably didn't notice me maybe as much as like the drummer who's like, everyone can see the parts, or maybe even the lead electric, but every song I'm thinking through, okay, what's great about this song, what could be strengthened, and you know, what can I do to add to the song, and I think of myself as, you know, a pivotal member of the band and so a lot of times you know it's helpful for me to do a lot of those those strong melodies in between and be listening to everyone and so it's so important that we listen like if you've never seen a frequency chart I would go on google and just just down just type in frequency chart you know uh, keyboard or frequency chart guitars and it'll tell you the ranges of every instrument as far as where they are on on the frequency spectrum and, and on, 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 a, on a, you know, you have, you know, right around 20 hertz to 30 K is about, you know, what the human ear can really pick up and receive. And all the instruments all have different dominant frequencies w- within that chart that make up a beautiful symphony. You know, it's it's why, you know, music moves us when it's full and big. You know, that's that's why, you know, I I like. Loud music, <laughs> and the reason I like loud music is because uh, because there's something just that moves you about the you know the, the wideness and the bigness of sound like uh, like I love John Piper's quote. It says, "No one goes to the Grand Canyon to feel uh, to feel big. They all go there to feel small, you know, and, and be amazed at like you know what's in front of them. And like to me, a be- you know, beautiful music that's moving has that. It has ebb and flow. It tells a story, but it, it utilizes the low end, that bass that fills up the atmosphere, you know, it has you know a low mid that, that punches you, it has a mid range that brings a ton of clarity and melodies, and then it has a high range, a shimmer that, that all of it together creates a symphony that that moves you, and so as a keyboard player, you have to listen to what everyone else is playing. If the guitar player, you know, if we're doing all to him, and the guitar player's up here playing... I'm sitting here in that same frequency range, and I'm just playing. What I'm doing is not only am I nullifying what I'm playing, but I'm actually taking away from what he's doing. But if I if I don't have the ear to recognize what range he's playing and what needs to be played, then then I can ignore it and stay in that range. Instead, I listen to what he's playing, and I, and, and then I you know I can find what can I play that's in a different register, a different range, but still adds strength. And then when he's not playing a melody, I so said, okay, maybe this is you know maybe this is my time to to come in. So like the the song we did this morning, like with Corey, like all is all is for your glory. Like um like for the verses, like I'm just playing real C chord thing and moose was kind of up higher just kind of taking his time uh playing a nice little melody in in the upper register as i was playing this this was the last song we did this morning but then you know if you do that for 30 seconds to a minute the ear gets tired and fatigued of that and it loses its luster and it loses its uh you know like like it, what it reaches like the grab and like we all should aim to make music that grabs people and Absolutely. that's beautiful and that, that's captivating my my friend jordan johnson he always said he's like <clears throat> I always want people to have an opinion, like, because someone, uh, like someone came up and said, like, yeah, this person was in the room, and they said, man, they really hated, like, <laughs> the, the songs like, you guys were doing as a worship team, and it was kind of like, oh, like, <laughs> I don't know, like, that's kind of cold, but, but he was, and Jordan, like, he's just a real laid back dude, he's like, I don't care, he's like, I just want people to have an opinion about my music. He's like I want them to either love it or hate it. But if they don't have an opinion and they're completely indifferent, then the music's bland and doesn't have character and it doesn't have a feel and an identity to it. And that really stuck with me, you know, like if, if no one has an opinion, then chances are we aren't taking risks, you know, we aren't stepping out, and we aren't doing something unique and we're probably not grabbing people with the music. And that's what the keys like, you know, I love Keep going back to things Nico said. Like I love what he said. You know, at the beginning that you know there's so much of the truly the presence and the atmosphere like that the keyboard can carry. Um, with even if you're just a, a keyboard player that primarily just does like three or four sounds, all the way to the electronic guru that has thousands of tones and beats and all of that. All of all of you are are, are creating you know an atmosphere and a feel with your music, whether it's fully appreciated or not. So like the all is for his glory. Uh, you want to jump in? I had a quick thought. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, like
0: I have, it. and I it's I great. just love everything seeing. I just like something that like I, I feel like I got really challenged by Caleb just like when he came to our church and everything is like I'm I'm never told him this, but uh, <laughs> just like just melodically and I think like um, I think for all of us this could be a good challenge for all of us is like uh, because like my, a lot of my my mentality is like I really want to like like yeah, hold it down where I need to hold it down, but at the same time, like I was like not challenging myself like melodically of like to create, you know, and just like because the piano is so beautiful just in its sound. So just e- even like just what he was playing, just like like w- what I did like when I when I just practice even piano, is like I'm always trying to find those just like those yeah. those cool like melodies that just fit, you know, and. Um, you know, for down moments of worship, like, when it comes down, like, don't you love that when When it comes down and there's that, that melody on that piano that someone's playing, you're just like, oh, you know? Um, um, so like, like even just a, the, for the make away, you know, it was like. You know, just like, it's, it's someone just playing that, it's like, it's really, it really draws you in, you know? So just like, challenge yourself. Just to be creating this
1: stuff like that, like all the time. Um, that's it. Yeah, that's awesome. yeah jump in whenever. Um, yeah, I mean, it, like that's that's really like the main challenge. Like I always give, because I mean, there's always like little tips we can give you, and there's only so much we can do in an hour. But really, the like taking yourself seriously and the, the instrument of the keyboard, and and going into each service, you know, how can I make this better? How can I improve what's happening? And for me, I look at it, you know, I'm a priest, uh, you know, who's ministering before God on behalf of people, and I think of myself, you know, as a as a carrier of the presence of the Lord. And when I play and my heart posture is toward him, then you know, I believe that there's that the spiritual atmosphere in the room changes, meaning there's something that happens when that music comes in that's glorifying the Lord, that's beautiful, that's done with excellence and skill and so you know, like, I'll start with, does this need a melody line? And if I find a melody line I like, what sound does it want? And then how can I get better with the sound? And how can the music come around it? Like, it's not just a, you know, okay, how can I find my little part and play it? But I'm just, you know, thinking of of just ways that it can improve and, and, and have a spirit of excellence in that. So, like, for the for Al- His glory, like, so, like, you know, I'm, not, I'm just playing a real simple counter melody on the verses, and Moose is kind of up higher, but... It, but for after like a minute or two like it kind of you know drops down so i'm only using the song I think it's a perfect example because we all heard it today but then after about a, you know a minute we dropped all the music down we just had that real simple melody line that went up top we had like different kind of atmospheric sounds around it. so that was just the original musical pause we had that I was like, this needs a little melody that's maybe higher, that's simple, and that kind of fits in with the song, and so I kind of threw that in there, and oops, oh. yeah, the pedal's broken. This was a really expensive pedal, too. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it's, you know, the button. Is it? What? Oh, yeah, oh, that little pedal. Perfect. So on the <laughs> choruses, you know, again, the, the guitar's kind of up higher so I can kind of keep like, just real simple eights. I mean, not, I'm guaranteeing none of you noticed or stood out, you know, I was just holding down real big eights because there was no mid-range crunch in that area and so I was kind of teaming with the bass to kind of give it that low end that would that would fill it out. But then we have a part that drops out, the, you know, put me anywhere, and we had that before where it was just kind of pad playing behind it and it was nice but because the melody was kind of simple and it was a long break it kind of it, it, it needed something more interesting and so you know I found a, found a melody to play in there. OK, let's, you know, and I, I just like, it was kind of like a bells, atmospheric sound with some delay on it, which is, you know, what I always love and, and whatever. But, you know, I play that for, again, probably 30 seconds to a minute, but then when we start to build it again, then, then I drop down to a different register, and so I'm not playing a song and like playing the same thing in the same register the whole time. Like, I'm thinking of myself like a drummer, a bass player, an electric player, and that's I'm thinking in, in, in sections and parts. Um, and so that's what I, I'll see a keyboard player. You know, they'll, they'll play the whole song, and they're in the same register or the same, whatever. And that that's something I appreciate about you know new life. And I think D band does this really well. Is that everyone in the band has sections and parts that they play. And so if you're playing in the same register the whole song, then that's a good sign to you. Maybe, uh, you know, maybe you should should pause for sections or maybe you should switch sounds or maybe jump to a higher register or a lower register. But being aware of, of what you're doing and where you're playing and and how that affects, you know, the music. And, and and to do that well, you one, I mean you have to care about excellence and so you have to train your ear. And the way you train your ears, you know, you pay attention when you listen to music, like don't just listen to the cool main melody lines are the words, like dissect everything. Okay, I like this keyboard player. When he plays these parts, why does it feel so good? Okay, the drum's playing this, they're singing about this, the guitar player's playing this, and that's what makes it pop. Or maybe the sound makes it pop. Or man, this piano part is so beautiful, what is it about it? You know, oh, it's just the tone of it, and and you become a student of the different sounds, and, and then when it's appropriate to play, like, man, the organ feels so good. Why does it feel so good on this song? Oh, because there's kind of a two-steppy feel you know, on the drums, and the bass line's kind of moving, and so it's real busy. Uh, you know, That's why an organ that's kind of simple kind of just sits really nice in the mix, and, and just kind of understanding what goes where. And then the second thing is, so you can care about excellence and all that, but you have to care uh, about serving. Um, and that's kind of what Nico is Saying earlier too about serving everyone, like as 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 the keyboard player, like you can't go in, like you can't be in it for your own glory, like you can't be in it for your couple moments in the set where you get to be the piano player and shine. And, and I know those moments feel good, and, and I don't think it's bad that those moments feel good because I mean that's us doing what we we're created to do, you know, playing for His glory. But but if I, you know, if if Drew over here is, uh, you know, on electric. And I'm playing keys, and all I'm thinking about is my time to shine and when I'm gonna play and whatever. Then, you know, what's gonna end up happening? That's gonna be me focused, which means I'm gonna miss out on what's cool and what, like, what else is happening. And so, if I go into it with Drew on the electric, I'm using him as an example. Because he <coughs> plays electric and happens to be really good. We've done a lot of meetings together. Uh, if I go in and I, the goal is not. For me to just be good, or not even just for Drew to be good, but but for the music and the worship to be captivating and the music to move people and it to be, you know, to usher in the presence of the Lord and be sensitive to the moment. So instead of looking for my opportunities, I'm finding spots too, but and this is this is a very real application that's happening lots. Drew is playing and all of a sudden he finds something that that, you know, it catches my ear, he's got the goods. That's right, he's got the Jesus juice on it. Like, playing it and it's and I, I jump on it, you know, instead of like, oh, dang it, like he's playing a melody line, like I want to be playing a melody line or whatever. <laughs> like, I can jump in and, and, and we double it and we play it together. And, 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 you know, it comes to the point, we do that with every instrument that it becomes second-hand to be listening to and thinking of every instrument on the stage and what they're playing, and can you complement it? Can you help it? Is it working? And, and what can you do to add to it, or what can you do to step out to, to bring it to the next level? And that takes a, 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 a spirit of wanting to serve. Of, of, of wanting everyone else to succeed and not wanting your own thing and so even like for your mixes like in your monitors or in your monitors like making sure you can hear everyone like you know don't just have yourself up so loud you can't think like when I run a mix I run myself almost to the, I run the mix as close to the house mix as I can get you know to what it sounds like to everyone else because that really helps me learn like what's applicable and what will help and I might have to turn myself up in moments but but because I'm not singing, I say, how often can I just, uh, you know, have? I, I need to hear what the electrics are playing because if I'm walking all over Drew, he's walking all over me. There's not, there's not a teamwork, and and, and we're not, we're not creating something together. It's just we're all musicians playing in the band, rather than we are a team. You know, for me, I'm a sports guy, so I always think of like, uh, you know, basketball and soccer and all that. Like, in, you know, in basketball, like you can't have five centers. And expect to win like it's not all about size right like if you had five centers you'd get blown out so you're okay it's not about five centers well we we'll get five point guards and then surely we'll win you got all these people that can pass and and no one can score and then okay well we need all shooters and you get five shooters and then no one can pass the ball or dribble or drive and, right you need every, you need each person to play a role within the team and so for each song there's a role for you to play and so you know, as a keyboard player find that role and be willing to do it well like even if like. You know, there's just some songs like for me, like, you know, I'll I'll play some tonight, you know, when I'm playing with, with New Life Worship, where there's there's songs that just require a real narrow frequency range and maybe a real simple pad or something that you probably won't even hear or notice. And being okay with that and, and appreciating what you're adding to the mix or or how good everything is and and, and, and being willing to, to serve and, and play your play your role in it. Yeah, team. I was I was just gonna add like also too,
0: it, it also makes it just a lot more fun, you know. Like yes. if you're not right. just in your your own world, you, and um, and like for for those of you who like, like like songwriting and want to songwrite, like the, the, it, this is a huge part of. I, I mean, I cannot tell you the million times like Drew's played something and it's inspired me to try to write something. I'm like, oh. Bro, oh. Oh, you know, like just oh, that's so good because I was like listening, you know, and it's like, I mean, you, you'll you'll see it. if you pay attention to like even tonight when the band plays, like you'll notice like, at, at times people are looking at each other and they're like, dude, that was sick, you know, like and and that's like it's encouraging, but it's also it brings like the unity. It's like that and it's fun and, and it sound it sounds better because you're you're listening, you know, and. Um, so just for all this stuff, it's so, and and that's too, like, I mean, we're all, like, we're all guilty of that, just, like, we're so, like, focused on, I mean, this is why chord charts are all so difficult, you know, because it's, like, we're so focused on a piece of paper, and, and, like, that's it, that's all you're, you're, you're looking here, you know, instead of, like, if we memorize, like, our songs, we could... We could be seeing like, well, hey, what's going on? What's even going on spiritually, like in the yes. room? You know, like, how can I add? Like, yes. when when the song comes down, yes. like, what can I bring? You know, like, is what's God saying? Pretty yeah. much, and and so um, so like, I mean, practice is huge, guys, yeah. and, and and like memorization. I mean, it's yeah. just this is what I tell you. Like, with practice and structure, bring comes freedom. You know, and um, so yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, and I, I love. I love, you know, that perspective that Nico's saying about paying attention to what's happening. To me, that's the difference between a leader and a follower. You know, like not as not roles, position, but when you walk into a room, you know, a follower might be thinking of what's my place, who's around me, you know, who can I talk to and be with whatever. A leader is walking in and they're thinking big picture. Who's in this room? What type of people? What's the culture? What's the atmosphere? What can I do to add to that or what can I do to be helpful? And, you know, as as leaders, that's the, you know, we, we have to think like that. You know, it's like Gideon, the, the army that just stuck their face in the water versus the army that was paying attention and watching around while they were you know, while they left up the water. And those are the ones that the Lord, you know, picked. And I think the Lord so often picks those who are the ones who are paying attention and looking around. And and so for me like I can't be like like Nico was saying, I can't be enamored with myself. And with, I can't be consumed with what I'm playing and what I'm doing. I have to be considering everything that's happening, what every instrument is playing, the songs, but I'm always paying attention to what's happening in the room. And uh, you know I try to say this five, ten times the Holy Spirit, every worship set. You know, I, And I, I do it more times than I don't. Sometimes I get really distracted and I don't. But I try to say five, ten times to say, Holy Spirit, what are you doing right now? what are you saying? Like, what are you speaking? And I'm, I'm even paying attention to the singers. Like sometimes the Lord is kind of moving on. There's a specific chorus or a verse that maybe you feel that it's anointed. Maybe it's just like, man, that felt really good. Or or, or maybe there's an electric melee line or a drum beat or a bass line that there's just something on it. Like, and, and and, all the time as a keyboard player, I'm looking for my moments to to add to it. And so I've already, I mean... I've done it already, you know, a few times. Just even playing in this conference, naturally, like different moments that you guys probably may, might have thought were pre-planned that were totally, totally spontaneous in the moment of just like, hey, I'm just gonna go for this. I'm gonna try out this melody line. I'm gonna try out this, you know, chord progression. I'm gonna try out this new sound, and and you know, we'll just see what happens and see if anything happens. And, and I
0: guarantee, I guarantee, like your like if your worship leaders will appreciate it, you know, because it's like. Yeah. Sometimes I, I think, I mean, for a long time, I was even afraid to, like, step out, you know, with, like, it, you know, just spontaneously, you know, like, it's a down moment. And every single time I've stepped out to do it, it's, like, almost, I mean, almost every single time, it's, like, oh, yeah, that yeah. That, that really, and then it works, you know. So, like, don't don't be afraid to, like, yeah. step out and, and try something that you've, you, you know, that you feel, you feel that's yeah. going on.
1: Yeah. Yeah, well, I was going to go into some software stuff, but it kind of takes a long time to go through and we can do that. Do it. What? Do it. Do do it. it. You do it? Everyone yeah. want to talk about software? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Is that cool? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you want to get those plugs? So, uh, I'm going to kind of go through. I mean, Nico and I have a pretty similar setup, uh, you know, as far as what we have going on. But, um, you know, the first question I we always get asked is, do you have to have a Mac to yeah. do the sound stuff? Uh, the answer is yes. The
2: answer's
1: just kidding. <laughs> no, I'm totally kidding. The thing about the Mac is people get caught up in the specs of, you know, RAM and hard drive size and, and CPU. And they get so caught in that that, you know, they forget, you know, like how many, of you know, like you can have, uh, Lamborghini that's eight cylinders, and you can have a Kia that's eight cylinders, and they have the same specs. But how many know that they're not the same car? Uh, the consistency of of Mac, uh, the the way that they run. If you're doing it live, like it, I hardly have any issues or skip because you know all of they're Their firmware—I mean, their hardware and software—the fact that it's you know made specifically for their machines—it just creates a smoothness. So you don't you don't necessarily have to have it, but it definitely is um, definitely really helpful uh, as far as smoothness. And so uh, I recommend having a solid-state MacBook Pro. Um, that's kind of like top of the line I know that's really expensive, it costs you your soul to get it but uh, but the solid state, one because you can pull up sounds so quick and two because the stage vibrations will fry uh, your hard moving drives. for a hard drive, I had like five hard drives for fry, in, in six years I fried five hard drives yeah. from playing, like, and I was playing I IHOP so I was playing like two hours a day, but no matter what I did, because my computer, there's always slight vibrations, Even I had it on the stand next to it, but the stage was always shaking to the bass, and so like I always would just, <laughs> I would just fry my hard So, so I like solid state. Um, and then, um, basically, the cheapest way you can get going, you just basically need a MIDI interface. Is, is really if you really want, that's all you need to go. Um, so I have a.
2: Uh, so you can get good? all
1: kinds of different ones. Like you have a fo- what do you have, a fo- I have 10. a profile uh, six ten. So he's got, he's got an M-Audio, this is a 610, this is gonna be a, a, a little bit more cost effective, so a lot of you guys might wanna go more of this route. Yeah. This is a Motu Ultralight 828, uh, so Motu Ultralight, uh, it's called MK3 828, lots of numbers and, and stuff. And they're great, you can record with them, so. Yep, Do so, a so lot these, yeah, these are all full audio and MIDI interfaces, so you could go audio out, left, right, and run stereo keys. Um, the reason for the interface is a couple things you get multiple outputs and so like for Nico and I we both run clicks and track uh, for different songs uh, and so for me my rig is like when I play like with Corey this morning I have stereo keys out stereo loops out and then click out so I obviously couldn't do that I can really quick about stereo keys like I feel like it's not
0: talked about a ton like stereo keys is like awesome um, and not a lot of people know, but just getting the full yes. spectrum of the sound of the keyboard. So, like, um, so stereo keys is pretty much it's like um, I don't know how to describe it, but it's like you. So, say you have two speakers. If if I'm playing on the left side of my keyboard, it's like it's like the keyboard is like this in the sky. You know, it's like mm-hmm. you're getting the full the full sound, and it sounds actually a lot better. So, if you guys can do, if you guys can. If you guys are just going mono, try stereo if you have a stereo system, and panning left and right, and you'll get a really sweet, better
1: sound. You have two ears for a reason. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so for your key samples on your keyboards, the left side, keys left, is more bass heavy and the right side, keys right, is more treble heavy. So if you're just running mono and running out of one of those, if you use keys right, it's gonna be too high and tinny. If you use just left, it's gonna be too bassy. And so your keyboard patches on the keyboard are, are all designed to be stereo. They're all stereo sounds and so Especially the pads, because so many pads are there's yeah. actually Yeah, so dynamic. for all of mine I mean this is like my life is like going to places and we have like on our writer you know stereo keys and we get there and like oh no we just we're just gonna run it mono because our system' mono Listen And I'm no. like no I, <laughs> I made I built all of my sounds for stereo like I can't I can't just do mono can it be problematic stereo I mean if you depend on the setup of the room where you're only getting half of the signal. The people on this side are uh, really Yeah, getting, uh, uh, because uh, because the samples are so similar with a slight difference that really brings the full stereo image, mm-hmm. then in keys, no. I mean, if you were like panning your electric hard right and acoustic hard yeah. left, you know, then obviously then that would be a big problem or vocals hard left. But with the keys, because the the differences are subtle, not drastic. That that typically uh, that no. That. But but some sound guys like some guys will pan forty five degrees, and I'm I'm cool with that. I ask them to pan hard every time, ninety degrees, you know, left mm-hmm. and right. Um,
0: I was th- I was thinking about some things that kind of float from left to right. Yeah, some sounds that
1: kind of yeah, which almost five all five of mine do. I put of, little yeah. stereo candies in there because yeah. it's just like. It's a, again. I'm. I'm trying. I'm thinking of where the color, and so you yeah. know, like the drummer. I, I also. I mean, I mean, our main sanctuary is a mono system. Now,
2: which is so
0: awesome. just for clarity, Sorry. having stereo input even into a
2: mono system. Yes. Is still
1: helpful. Yes. still helpful yes, for it's, us. It's still helpful. And, and the reason is like if you build the, the well, yeah, two reasons. One is for the in-airs it can be stereo, which it'll clean up your mix so much, it Have, So much better. It, it, it sounds so much better. But then for the actual samples and sounds, you can still get more movement even if you're running out a stereo channel that they are end up <laughs> putting in a mono system. So if I was running out mono, it would be much more thin and with less movement than even a, a mono system, like it was mono in the theater. I'm stereo patches which breaks my heart. Don't want to talk about it. No, I'm just uh, uh, but even with that, like it was still fuller with more movement and things um, because Evan was taking my my stereo signal. And so like I mean you can hear it like with like even on a basic pad sound like this like I have like a basic ping pong delay on this. subtle way and so the pad itself has movement and then the the delay has movement and so that movement versus it just being stale and right in the middle like if it was like fully mono without which would sound uh, well this is half mono but So much more on. So like even like with like for that that sound I was using for the the, the actually this amp off anyway. so. <laughs> <What's that? laughs> yeah. so well my my sound was running out uh, the first one was when I was just running out so that actually answers Drew's question so like that first sound I used was just running out of for me mono out of one channel and the second one was stereo so even though it was mono through the amp you could still hear the different movement in it which one's off this one. No, no flex. Yeah. Oh, you don't have no legs? Excuse me. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> uh, but you'll you'll hear half of it.
0: I see the tube's on, so maybe the light's just busted. Uh,
1: let's try it. So, uh, so yeah, that's, that's pretty much stereo. Um, with the actual uh, program, so we have a MIDI interface, audio interface, it's basically zeros and ones, which is MIDI, tech, tech code. It comes out of the keyboard, it's telling my interface, what it's doing, it's converting.
0: Tool too, uh, I use this all the time. It's called Nano Controller by Korg, and so uh, I know Caleb just does it manually on his computer. But I, I actually do have a, oh, have have an APC30, but but in general, recently I haven't been using it. Okay, so I use a controller too um, now. But uh, I, so what I do is like I program certain sounds to these faders, so uh, which is super easy. It sounds really confusing, but it's really easy. Yeah, and um, so let's say like this. My grand piano. This one's like a pad, so it's just it's all right there, and I can actually like do my own mix of. So if I need a, like a, a piano with a little pad in there, I can just really it's like a, it's like a hundred bucks or something. So, it's. So, so like,
1: during, so,
0: sorry. Oh, go ahead.
1: During a service, like
2: if you are using that, you're using that. Like you have to click and change each sound on the computer.
1: Uh, yeah. yeah. So, like, I have an APC 40 that I use to do stuff. So, like, especially when I do band gigs and things like that, I bring that out. But typically, like, what what we do, like, it's a little bit simpler, so I can do it manually with with commands on the keyboard pretty easily. But but yeah, I, those controllers are really helpful. Um, so after that, it's running into the computer. So I have the zeros and ones, and and so you have to have what's called a host program. Um, and so that can be main stage is probably the cheapest way to go about that uh, if, if, if you already have logic. Um, we both use Ableton Live. We really recommend Ableton Live. This is the interface of Ableton Live, which is the host program um, that allows you to do uh, one. You can, you, know, you can run all the different sounds out, different presets. So we can run samples. And, and, and they run to, right, like right up here, you can see there's like a master, well, some of you can see. Zoom out a little bit. So, uh oh. Where am I doing it <laughs> <laughs> Well, like, as he's doing okay, it, there we go. <laughs> oh, no, sorry. No, you're good. Uh, so, I mean, everything runs to the click track. So, all those, remember those stereo sounds? All of those are slaves to the, the tempo that I set here. And so the whole team is running off, for me, they're running off my click track which I'll play for you here. So now Ableton does so anything I play so like if you notice uh Anika plays all the play pre-recorded audio clips uh, at once so like lots of uh, you know what we do um, is tracks that are that are pre-recorded that we play to I can play pre-recorded mini um, uh, that I record as well as I can hold any that's why it's called a host program because you can host uh, sounds samples I can have as many different sounds as I want so like on my basic setup uh, like here, and, and Nico's is very similar. Like I have my basic piano sound. So Nico, you can go ahead and play it. And then I have next to it, I have different programs. So this is only about a third of my normal setup. But next over, I have a piano sound, or I have a pad, my basic pad sound, which always changes. But for for the last song was this. Hang um, on. There
2: you
1: go. Butting against one of the pieces. Oh, there it is. Second. I, kept... I think next I have like a belt. Like, so. We see the color goshes, but yeah. so uh, basically the instruments. Um, the, these first five, these colors right here, all represent each side right here is, is a track. And uh, this represents playing pre recorded audio. So I have six tracks, so I could play six different things at once. Um, and then everything past here, uh, everything I highlight like this is now a, a MIDI track. And so, like this first one, like. Uh, you can see it's highlighted up here. Was the piano, and then the road, and then like a, uh, the different synth sounds, and then I also have like uh, an organ, an organ sound. and he plays to the keyboard, so... Man, click, and now he has piano and pad together. So why not? Let's throw, let's throw an organ in there too. <laughs> <laughs> up as a joke. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely just play <laughs> Justin Bieber <laughs> Molly lines and stuff. And it's, right. it's it's super awesome. So if you guys have like Reason
0: or you have like any of those like all of those you can programs. wire those right into Ableton. So yeah. for mine it's like I have a ton of I have a whole thing of Reason that I get almost all my sounds
1: from yep. and just run it through Ableton as like the host. So we both use Reason for samples uh, and so then nice. it is it is really great. And uh, I also love uh, anything by native instruments. They have a complete series that has billions of sounds. Probably literally billions. Uh, and then um, and then uh, AbSynth is another program too that has great synth patches and and uh, whatever so yeah. do questions for like a second. Well we we have all the way till three fifteen. Oh we right? do? Yes. So yeah, so we'll 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 take the last fifteen minutes and just go through questions. I think Is this helpful for everyone? Yeah. 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 You guys are awesome. I know we we're like plowing through a lot of stuff in one short class, but any, any, any of the questions you have about it, um, I think here, here, and then here were the first three, so Caleb? Um, yeah, I know you use that profile.
2: does
0: GarageBand work
1: at all? Yeah, uh, the limitations with GarageBand are, are um, what you can do with it live, like it's really hard to have the whole band play with a click because it's a typical DAWs that moves left to right, um, and so like uh, it looks more like uh, This—that's kind of your more typical program that that Ableton can do that as well as others. So if you guys use like Pro Tools or Logic or whatever, like you can see like the bar like going across, across. the screen and it's going left to right. Well, there's there's limited options of what you can do as far as looping stuff live or playing other. And the that's why computer. Apple made
0: Mainstage is for yeah is for the live element. So it's it's pretty much like it ties in with GarageBand seamlessly and yeah. Logic, because it's all made by Apple, so. Yeah,
1: so, so it's, it, there is some al- alternative programs, but they have to be designed for live, um, and most of these were designed, like live was actually de- uh, designed for DJs initially, and then they branched out to actually be helpful to all, all different music, so. Yeah, so when yeah. using
2: um, or Appleton Live, and you, you said you can take samples from reason right yeah um and you build upon that and then you tweak it right?
1: yeah is, is that what you get that yeah we it? we we hardly use any like stock sounds i mean like every sound is like we find it we tweak it within reason and then we plug it into ableton we use the uh, audio effects on ableton and then at that point yeah
0: it, I, love that, I love ableton's audio effects so like the, their delays and their yeah
1: long. they're awesome but the, all the sounds are built into in reason i do a very similar thing i, bu- I build all my sounds in reason or other plugins and then I use Ableton to make it really sound cool and different and original. And I try to use patches that are different than everyone else's. Like, um, there's some patches like I hear like everyone use, and, and it's cool. But I try to build them as best I can. And you were just using Ableton Live right now, to use the faders and yeah, yeah. So this whole this whole interface that you guys are looking at. So it like my controller. You just go to like yeah, like yeah. Uh,
0: there yeah, there's just like a MIDI button, and you hit the MIDI button. And it makes everything. And yeah, you, all you do is you move it. You just it. move you click what you want to move and then you move it and it assigns yeah. it to it. Can you do the control paste kind of it kinda to Control what? Kind of control paste or something like that. Go command paste.
1: Yeah, to, yeah, yeah. You, yeah. Can, you, can, you can You can, anything. You you can do all that. You can have the, have the loops though. I mean, you can do, I did it for this one show we did, and I controlled the lights through Ableton, so like I had it like false with the beat. Yeah, Andy, our drummer, he, the videos that you're seeing,
0: is, he's triggering them
2: through his computer. Yeah, with,
0: with, the yeah, with Ableton. So, with yeah. Ableton, so it's pretty powerful.
2: Yeah.
0: It's awesome. So if you were to make a video and it's like perfectly with your song, you could actually trigger... I was
2: wondering, like, I was like... Oh yeah, cool. a, How would that make that? It goes together.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yep, yeah,
1: it's just cued right there. I, I that just happened. Here, that was like but... a month ago. We were like... <laughs> yeah, that was really cool. uh, that's pretty... That's good... yeah, yes, uh, there's a couple questions back here. Yeah. Okay. I'm just wondering, like, if you're a lead worship, like, yep. obviously
0: there's a lot more going on in your mind, so, yes. like, do you just do simpler stuff,
1: or yeah. do
0: you my do it all? Day, yeah, yeah, so... Um, Totally. So I still use the setup like when I lead, um, but it is way more simple. So usually, so we actually like I know not everyone has this, but I love having another keys player when I lead. Would, and I and so I'll pretty much, I'll I'll cover all the piano stuff and the transitions, uh, or you know like I'll kind of take the transition, or we'll talk about. I'm like okay, like I'll kind of end the song and you can come in with the pad. So it's actually really nice when there's two keys players because it's like. I love it's it. like endless transitions. I mean, you just like you feel totally like you're like oh yeah, you know so it's, it's awesome. But but like it's definitely simpler. I mean, I you have to you have to lead the band. You have to do everything. You know so um, so don't feel that much pressure like when you're leading. I mean I, don't, I, don't, I wouldn't make it your. I mean if you can do it, do it. I, if there's some things you can do, like that's why the fader thing it really helps yeah. when you're leading because it's just right there. Mm-hmm. You like you know what sounds you have. So if you have like a, if you have a, like a, uh, what do you call it, uh arpeggiator kind of thing, and it's right there, then you know that you could just type in the tempo before the song starts and then, oh, yeah. <laughs> you. then, you know, whatever.
1: Yeah, you can cue all that stuff in Ableton. So like my my tracks are slaves to the tempo so I don't actually change the tempo manually. I just hit the, the track or whatever for the next song. You get, and
0: even said it's just hitting enter, and it just goes yeah. through all that.
1: Yeah, it's, it's nice. Uh, yeah, back here in the blue. you a question. More the, like a newbie question using the software. If I understand what you're saying, you're just using the keyboard as a MIDI control. Yep. matter what it is. Yep. Going into your Mac. Yep. And then the output from the Mac is actually going to drive the amplifier. Yep. Yep. So the convert the conversion happens here. So we got MIDI signal into here, which goes in the computer, which creates digital audio. Digital audio out into here, which confirm, which transfers it into. So you go MIDI out, yeah. MIDI out
0: from the piano okay. into so, the. So that yeah. actually
1: creates the audio. Yeah, that's so that's from the computers to the. Yep. Yeah. And, and your computer naturally has a converter. Yeah. Like every computer converts from okay. digital to audio. Um, it's the, not. It's not as strong. Um, so that's why we use an interface because it, it does a better job, does it faster and with better clarity. You could also get it's one of these. Better. They're not yeah, the greatest. Yeah, just get a little midi. <laughs> but, but they work. I mean, they work. But yeah, I mean, you could start just coming out of your audio.
0: Just jack USB, button, right? And then you could just go out of from like an eighth inch jack from your headphones. Yeah. Jack. And
1: it works. Yeah. yeah. Good question. Um. Yeah. How many patches do you have uh, armed at the same time? And yep. Anything? Yeah, so, uh, I mean, there's lots of songs where I, I I, almost always like double team. Like, I'm the layering guy. Like, I love, I create a patch, but then I, I create something to complement it. So I'm always, like, layering stuff. So on average, it's probably two, but, I mean, I'll do as many as five. In my Ableton scene, I normally have about 15 different plugins, including, like, my Ableton, or, or sorry, my Reason scene that I have pulled up. And then within that, like, if there are multi-track programs, like, Omnisphere then I'll have eight patches with an omnisphere with yeah. four MIDI triggers on them so I can get to all of them just by going to the MIDI track to so then able to. I know I'm losing a lot of you but <laughs> the you have the, yeah. the hotkeys? Yeah, so I either use I either use the AP, ABC forty uh, to trigger or I just I just have hotkeys for, for all of this to actually arm them and then I just you know Apple hotkey to arm multiple ones at once. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, so, on that, do you, uh, with all the different Ableton hosts at all, I I've, I've, I've mainly just use a rewire reason to Ableton, just use yeah. the yeah. layering sound. Yep. Like yeah, 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 so we do. Have you had to loop, though? What, uh, you know, if you're generating a loop from uh, reason or building your tracks, I guess you're, you're building your tracks ahead of time and just dropping yes. straight yeah. out Ableton. Okay. But over time, like, I actually do a decent amount of live looping and like prayer meetings that are more spontaneous. Yeah. Um, so, I, I do, but, but most of it, yeah, it's built, we're, we're building them before, beforehand, you know, in Reason, but then we're just recording them you in Ableton, reason and then we just submix it in okay. So, like, normally I'll, like, so for, like, a drum beat, let's say it's just kick, snare, hi-hat beat, I'll run those through three different channels in Ableton to find those different effects, and then I'll, in Ableton, I submix it in just one stereo. Panel. They still pull it from Reason. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I, I mean, we have, there's a other keys player that. Used to play
0: here, but he, he would actually just pull up a drum set on yeah. his keyboard and just use his little drum
1: pad. You go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that works. Yeah, it works. <laughs> I prefer to drum in just because that's how I think. But yeah, so, timing. So, so, so for live, for live, you know, you're just you're just doing it right there, right there, in Yep. Yeah. And just it takes takes time to build a good loop, but yeah. 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 I got a couple things. So this morning, when you uh, when you did God's Great Dance for yeah. it's that build section. Yeah. Got... <laughs> yeah. Is that is that something you're playing live or is that something you've already pre-programmed or? Oh, uh, that was live. Yeah. Oh wow. So are you like actually like playing that rhythm on your? So I had one synth sound that was very was like a full uh, just kind of like a, an AP type '80s synth that was kind of the big atmosphere. And then yeah. I had another really attacky synth that I had running through an arpeggiator through Omnisphere, so that would so so I was just playing da 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 da, but then basically the arpeggiator was doing the fast attacks. Okay. ga okay. So I just drew in, the drew rhythm it, it. yeah, I just drew drew in the rhythm I wanted. Okay. Arpeggiators you know, are so cool
0: because you can just draw in like the the beats you want. Yeah. So you can be like da 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 da, and da 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 every you tell it to have. So, with, uh, I guess, my, and so my second thing is, I guess even t- from being part of here in the past, like, we're used to the drummer, like, running
1: the click and everything, so yeah. when, it, when do you know is when is it appropriate for the drummer to be running the click versus the keyboard? And- yeah, I've never met a drummer who was, like, having a power struggle over, like, running the click. <laughs> they always hate it, like, because it, it's an extra element. Like, normally, they, sometimes they have to run the click because... Uh, like hendy uses like he builds all of his loops so that's why he runs the click. Yeah. but if you're willing as a keyboard player like every drummer is like yes thank you so hendy and i like uh like a lot of times when we play together we actually sync up through our midi interfaces through ableton that's fun and so we're on the we're on the same uh click so so i'll change it and i'll change his computer he changes it and it changes mine yeah. or whatever so so yeah i mean almost 99 percent of the time the drummer's like Totally down with, with not running the click because it's just one less thing to, to
0: have to worry and about. And that's another yeah. crazy thing, Able Ableton. you can actually send like a MIDI clock to other instruments. Yeah. So like even if like guitar players they have like a like a MIDI input you can plug into your guitar and you can control like they don't have to tap in their delays. Yeah, it's all oh, synced in with cool. like, well, like, our, our guitar player from he has like a Moog, and he's he's hooked up with Hendy, so his his Moog is already synced up. Yeah to
1: whatever the click is, it like doesn't doing. That's pretty cool what you can do. <laughs> the <possibilities>. Technology. <laughs> Who knew, right? Uh, well, just uh, one more question. So I'll ask another one. Yeah. When you started
0: talking about click, now we don't have, uh, first of all, are you using in your monitors? Yes. Okay, if you don't have in your monitors, what do you at least have to drummer. Right yeah, so
1: so uh, the guy actually sitting here left, we just recently went to a retreat, and he was drumming, Joseph, and we had, it was just that we we're up in Breckenridge at a hotel in the mountains, so we didn't have a full rig. So we had open monitors, so what we did, what, we actually ran in some tracks too, which was fun. Uh, but he just played with one in there in and had a click on his phone. And then he just always kept time. Like even if everyone was out, he just softly like tapped on the ride or he just always kept time so that we we basically played to a click, although we didn't all have it in our ears. Obviously it's best if everyone has it. And it's really not that annoying. Like you really only have to have it up loud enough so when the drummer's not playing you can hear it the rest of the time it's it's fine but but that's a great way so like if if we play we have been, had some situations where we had like whole tracks that we had to run it but but we, we had to use open monitors and so the drummer has it in and and we he just basically counts it in and we all follow in.
0: Uh, do, do you have a i uh, yeah.
1: so can yeah you can the now when you uh when you're playing your tracks do you yep. have them Do you have them split up into like verse, bridge, chorus and stuff like that, or? Yeah, great question. The answer is yes. So that you can trigger whenever Corey was telling you to repeat chorus? Yeah, so different artists. So there's some tracks like God's Great Dance Floor is just one track that goes start to finish. Um, But then other songs that we did like Yahweh and Open Up the Heavens were tracks that were cued in different sections. And that depends on, like, for Corey, Corey's a very, he lo- enjoys the spontaneous, so he'll love to, hey, this course feels good, let's do it some more times. Uh, other worship leaders just like to do the map start to finish. And then go from there. And so, yeah, so yeah. you can do it both ways, so, and I do it both ways, I have loops that are both ways, so Corey prefers the triggerable, but some worship leaders, like John Moore, generally prefers the ones that, that start. And then have a have a guide that counts you into a different parts. But it's a little bit more nerve-wracking because if you miss the cue, then you're screwed. <laughs> it's just, which has happened. Which has happened, and <laughs> it's just ruined forever. <laughs> it's like you either you like have to stop and restart, or you just like try yeah. to play catch up or whatever. <laughs> right. so, what, what do we hear like in Yahweh? What what? That was attractive. What was? A part of yeah. The so uh, on the verses, like we had just that real simple shaker going. Yeah. Um, and then we just had some layered uh, uh, melodies and stuff on the choruses that we triggered. Um, okay. real simple. It wasn't like yeah. dominating track, but just again real like simple color stuff that just kind of makes the song pop a little bit more. Sweet. Sweet. Uh, mm-hmm. We gotta dismiss because they're. Of course they're in 10 minutes, whatever, but. So the good is so fun.